Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled Four Concerning Indicators on American Nuclear Families and Their Impact on Children. The nuclear family is rapidly disappearing in the United States. It can be defined as having a mother whose primary role is caregiver, a father whose primary role is financial stability, and children. Though there are many factors outside the control of parents and children, this is the ideal offered in Scripture from the beginning. Genesis 2.24, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. Proverbs 22.6, direct your children onto the right path and when they are older they will not leave it. In March of 2020's issue of The Atlantic, David Brooks stated that, quote, the nuclear family was a mistake, unquote. His byline continued, The family structure we've held up as cultural ideal for the past half century has been a catastrophe for many. It's time to figure out better ways to live together, unquote. Black family, or Black Lives Matter rather, also weighed in more than a year later by stating their intention to, quote, disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure, unquote. Karl Marx said as much in the Communist Manifesto of 1848, in which he called for the abolition or abolishment of the family. It would be hard to ignore both the declining trends and resulting impact the loss of the nuclear family is having on our children. The following are four broad indicators of the decline of the nuclear family. The first, the changing definition of family. In 1968, 85% of children lived in a household with two parents, regardless of marital status. By 2020, that number had dropped to 70%, according to the current population survey. Children living with only one, uh, only their mothers, rather, increased from 11% in 1968 to 21% in 2020. In the same time frame, children living with only their father increased from 1% to 4.5%. Finally, children living with no biological parents, with their grandparents or other relatives, also increased from 3 to 4% over the same time frame. Cohabitation has also been on a steep rise in America, according to the Pew Research uh, study, while the number of adults who are currently married has remained relatively stable from 1995, 58%, to 2019, 53%. The number of adults who are currently living with an unmarried partner has risen from 3% to 7% over that same time period. While these percentages are small, the number of adults between 1844 who have lived with an unmarried partner, 59%, surpasses the number who have, who have ever been married, which is 50% in the same age group. Second point, divorce is common. According to Uh, A Divorce.com study in 2023, the U.S. has the sixth highest divorce rate in the world, with between 40 and 50 percent of married couples filing for a divorce. This is true even though the rate has been dropping since 2009. The 2020 national divorce rate was 2.3 per thousand people, a significant drop from 3.6 in 2011. Women, 69 percent, 
versus men, 31%, typically initiate divorce proceedings. Finally, the average length of marriage in America is currently 8.2 years. When considering the impact on children, these figures are alarming. In 1960, 73% of children lived in a household with two parents in their first marriage. However, by 2014, that percentage had dropped to 46%. According to Pew Research in 2019, 23% of children were living in single-parent households. To put that in perspective, the average percentage of single-parent households in the world is 7%. Even in Canada, single-parent households were only 15% in 2019. Third point, child custody. A study conducted in 2022 published in Demographic Research found that shared physical custody by divorced parents who live separately more than doubled between 1985 and 2014, from 13% to 34%. According to another study from Pew Research, 16% of children currently live in blended families, kids from multiple marriages a number that has remained relatively stable over the last 10 years. Number four, the mental health of our children. The CDC just released a report covering the periods from 2011 to 2021 on the mental health of youth in America. This is the first post-COVID study on youth risk behavior. Their extensive findings were summarized by stating the following three quotes. Quote, as we have seen in our previous reports, several areas of adolescents' health and well-being are continuing to improve overall, including risky sexual behavior, substance, and substance use. We also saw a decrease in the proportion of youth who were bullied at school. Second quote. Unfortunately, all other indicators of health and well-being in this report, including protective sexual behavior, the use of condoms, sexually transmitted diseases, HIV testing, uh, as well as experiences of violence, mental health, suicidal thoughts, and behaviors worsened significantly, unquote. And finally, number three, across almost all measures of substance abuse, experiences of violence, mental health, and suicidal thoughts and behaviors, female students are faring more poorly than male students. These differences and the rates at which female students are reporting such negative experiences are stark. JAMA Pediatrics published an exhaustive longitudinal study on mental health of children ages 3 through 17 in the U.S., and their findings are as follows. Pre-pandemic anxiety and depression increased 24% and 27% respectively from 2016 to 2019. In 2020, 9.2% and 4% of kids were diagnosed as having anxiety and depression, respectively. Behavior and conduct problems in kids has increased 21% between 2019 and 20. 8% of kids lived with someone with a mental health illness in 2020, representing almost a 6% increase from 2016. The CDC also published a report in 2022 based on children's mental health data between 2013 and 19. Those key findings are highlighted as follows. 
diagnosis of ADHD and anxiety were 98% and 9.4% respectively. Depression and suicide experienced among older children and teens was 21%. Approximately 7 in 100,000 children between the ages of 10 and 19 died by suicide between 2018 and 2019. A peer-reviewed article published in April of 2022 showed findings on depression based on National Alliance of Mental Health Statistics. They're as follows. 3.1 million between 12 and 17 years of age in the U.S. experienced at least one major depressive episode in the past year. 20% of adolescent girls and 6.8% of boys have experienced a major depressive episode. 71% of adults who did experience a severe depressive episode in the past year experienced severe impairment. 60% of children and adolescents with depression do not get any type of treatment. Suicide is the second highest cause of death among those aged 10 through 34. Nearly 50% of those diagnosed with depression also have anxiety disorder. And of particular concern are children of LGBTQ families. According to the Family Equity Council in 2017, there were more than 547,000 same-sex couples in America raising approximately 200,000 children. The Trevor Report concluded a national survey on 34,000 LGBT youth ages 13 to 24 with 45% of those responding being LGBTQ of color and 48% being, percent being transgender or non-binary. The results of their polling are summarized as follows. 45% of LGBTQ youth seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year. 14% attempted suicide in the past year. 73% of LGBTQ youth reported experiencing symptoms of anxiety. 36% reported that they have been physically treated or threatened rather or harmed due to either their sexual orientation or gender identity. 17% of LGBTQ youth reported being threatened with or subjected to conversion therapy. And 60% of LGBT youth who wanted mental health care in the past year were not able to get it. So a biblical Christian perspective. There's much that can be drawn from the statistics offered um, in this podcast. If one's willing to make a correlation with data on increased crime, delinquency, deteriorating educational standards of achievement, and moral decay, the trajectory is not a positive one for families in general and youth specifically. The seams of our culture become more and more strained as the nuclear family comes under attack. We know the forces aligned against God focus on the weak points of our society, and one of the weakest links is the strength of the family unit. If that can be broken, it impacts generations to follow. Even though our citizenship is not of this world, Philippians 3.20, we are still held accountable as parents and caretakers for future generations. We can still make an impact and stand for biblical principles of right and wrong for the sake of our families and our children's families. Proverbs 22.6, train up a child in the way he should go. 
and even when he's old, he will not depart from it. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.